Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle, our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. Welcome in to Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my quarterback researching, weekend parody rehearsing, occasional take reversing, co-host Mozzie. <laughs> How's it going, man? I'm good. I mean, I, I started up with that, you know, dope-ass intro, so I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like we're ready to rumble here. Yeah, man. I like that. I appreciated that. Did mm-hmm. my quarterback dives. You know, I like to do some... Uh some vocal parodies every now and then <laughs> and sometimes you know you have a take and you're like you know what we're gonna switch this around like my dolphins pick last year <laughs> that and uh <laughs> even within this episode uh we oh, got yeah. some take reversal which this episode is going to be our kind of main well uh, main plus a couple quarterback review and uh in a later episode we'll get to some of the non-main guys some more under the radar but we've got you know those top five Lawrence Wilson, Fields, Lance, and Mac Jones, and then Mozzie's also got some some uh, details on uh, Trask and Mond as well. I haven't gotten to them quite yet, but I know you've kind of done some digging in on them. So we we'll can... do the other main guys primarily, and then at the yeah. end we'll kind of I'll slip in a little bit about them too because I think they're worth mentioning. Yeah. So <clears throat> we'll start at the top, Trevor Lawrence. Um, I mean, I didn't write a whole lot on him just because I didn't think there was. At least for me, I didn't put a whole lot. I mean, he's a stud. His only, like, weakness I really saw was kind of in the short game or, like, especially on, like, misdirection plays, kind of like play action stuff. You have to have his back to the defense, turn around, quickly diagnose. But that's not easy in general. And, I mean, even Rodgers is openly hated play action and stuff like that, having his back to the defense. So it's not something I'm going to really bash him for. But otherwise, like, the whole best prospect since Luck is, you know, definitely warranted, reasonable. I mean, we even said in a previous episode that if we're putting the last three years together, he'd still be number one prospect wise. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I did want to just briefly say that, uh, just a quick little, you know, disclaimer here for our, our mock, I don't know, quarterback class that we're doing. Um, these are our independent evaluations of quarterbacks that are being drafted this year, and like I'm sure you and I both looked at other people's rankings. I don't know about you, but I try to watch my own film before looking at other people's evaluations, so I don't mm-hmm. have too much bias going in. Um, it's worked well for me before. I think it's worked well for us in the past few years. We've done pretty, uh, pretty good job at this, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but most importantly, I... I'm not going to project like any busts. That's something we don't really like to do because that's kind of a messed up thing to do. Like just philosophically speaking, like to say someone's going to be a bust. Uh, I mean, a lot of that just has to do with the fact that whether a guy is a bust or not has a lot to do on their sort of independent work ethic and their attitude, which we definitely cannot measure or evaluate fairly. So yeah, Mostly there, just going to stick to, yeah, like the pros and cons. Yeah, there are plenty of things we don't know. Like, we have no clue, like with Dwayne Haskins, like it came out later that there were issues on his like worth ethic and stuff like that, but that's something we never knew or found out, you know. There's a lot right, of things exactly. that the public doesn't get access to. 
And like we, I think you and I have both heard that Justin Fields has an amazing work ethic. I've heard that a few times. <laughs> Did you, whatever it was circulating <laughs> this morning that like Orlovsky, like he's so he said that people told him that something or whatever issues about Justin Fields' character concerns. I don't know something like that. Right of the hot take sirens. Here we go. There's no, the hot take sirens. But but yeah, no. So like we don't. Yeah, any of that we just kind of you know ignore through yeah. the wind this is just about how they look on yeah. the film if the something tape. actually comes up that matters we'll deal with it but if it's just you know random shit that we that can't be backed up yet then we just kind of ignore it exactly um so yeah with that being said trevor lawrence is my probably number one quarterback in this draft i do think it's pretty close between him and my next guy but um overall i think all of his qualities combined does push him to a higher overall sort of rating. If I had to rank them, like he, I would put him a little bit higher than everybody else. I do think he is the best quarterback in this class, and yeah. I do think the term generational talent is fair that we hear get thrown around a lot, but it is pretty good. He is the best quarterback prospect uh, since Luck. He is humble. He's a leader. Um, he wants to learn and get better. He can throw from tons of different angles. He's obviously super tall and has as far as i'm aware pretty good footwork and pocket awareness he does make reads right he can read the defense um he doesn't just shoot you know shoot the ball out to his first guy or then take off running um he jumps down the read list really well and he has pretty good arm strength so like he has unlimited potential trevor lawrence is an amazing college quarterback and we think he's gonna do really well in the pros Mm -hmm. most likely at least um, the only knock that I really have on Lawrence is that sometimes he doesn't always have his footwork. He doesn't always have the the mechanics and the foundation down pat to where he's always doing it. But the truth is that neither did Mahomes and neither do other guys. Um, when they have the arm strength and natural talent to make it work, they can kind of get around that. But that's definitely like a little tweak you would want to see him improve on. Um uh, all in all, I don't have a whole lot of bad things to say about him. Uh, his offense that he ran at Clemson wasn't super pro style. It was more like big college football school, like college offense. And again, I'm not going to knock him for that because I have learned not to knock yeah. the quarterback as I did with Herbert the year before because of this. Because it's not their fault that the system isn't amazing. It's, more. I mean, more of a testament that you can put them into that system and they'll succeed. And mm-hmm. he did. Um, and I think that if you put him in other systems, he would succeed with that as well. My biggest problem is that he's probably going to Jacksonville and I don't think urban Meyer can develop a quarterback worth of shit. <laughs> so I mean, he's I never had to. to. Yeah. Like, he's that, never that's, had to. I don't know how much <laughs> developing Trevor Lawrence needs per se, but I mean, like you do want you do always want your court, your quarterback to develop some. Like you don't want to just be that, and that's it. So yeah. I want him to have a guy that he can talk with about the little things, just the the little things. Like, oh, well, they were coming to you from this side. You know, you need to get this foot around so you can pivot this much on this throw. Like really specific things that I think he needs just to polish up some of those mechanics. Mm-hmm. But that's like the only nitpick, and it's a. Very minor one at that. He's a great prospect. It's like six six. Yeah, he's <laughs> super good. I do. I do want to add uh, this past year. He he is his pump fake is a lot better. Like he mm-hmm. he kind of improved that this past year. And then he does uh, have that. Yeah, his 
as far as running goes, and I think I think as we go through the years, especially like now, like we need to address a quarterback's running ability because that's pretty prevalent now. Like wanting your quarterback to be able to run some, and having a mobile quarterback is not necessary, but a lot more relevant now than it was five, especially ten years ago, but even five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lawrence does run well. He can like add, like he can move the chains he's a capable runner he's not like someone you want running all the time especially i mean you don't want your franchise quarterback running all the time anyway but he he is able to like run break it out kind of thing i know like he gets a lot of like luck comparisons i don't know if it's warranted it sort of is but he's a lot more athletic than luck was so mm-hmm. i think he has more natural talent than luck than luck did i think luck um luck was like a little ahead like conceptually i would say yes yeah but... exactly Lawrence is like more like athletic, gifted. It, right. Yeah. No. So. He is. He is quite good, mm-hmm. and he remains number one in our rankings. Yeah. <laughs> For, so I know you said your number two is close. For me, Lawrence is not to say like there's a huge gap, but he, for me, he's like a clear number one, just enough like where there's enough of a gap, and none of the other four really separated themselves quite enough for me. Mm. But I know you're number two is potentially going to be on your team. So we'll start yeah. now with Zach Wilson. Yeah, the well, so I guess I'll go into this by saying that I didn't want to like him, <laughs> <laughs> which sounds terrible, but like... Is it, because, is it because you like Sam Darnold a lot and wanted him to be the guy, or what exactly? Well, I still like Sam and hope that he succeeds. I just, you know, I, I was just kind of like, who is this guy? And... I, I don't know BYU. I don't really. I mean, what came out of BYU except Andy Reid? I just you know <laughs> wasn't super high on it. Um, and when it was first coming out that the Jets could take a quarterback, I was on the more of the Fields train, I think, than Wilson. At, at least at this point, once they knew Trevor Lawrence was out of the question, which was pretty early on in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I wasn't super high on Wilson until I went back and watched his stuff and. Um, I don't know. I he's really good, man. He is really, really good. Uh, he is virtually impeccable, mechanically speaking, like always. Yeah, he his always... throwing motion's great. Like I, I yes. did have some knocks on him. I still like him and think he's good, obviously. But yeah, his throwing motion is beautiful. Always, like even when he's under pressure, when he's rolling out, when he's got people on him, he still gets his body in like the perfect position to make the throw that he needs to do and he does it constantly and that is huge cuz he doesn't have to learn that. Um that is mm-hmm. really really important and what I like mechanically speaking he is better than Trevor Lawrence. Mechanically speaking he is the best quarterback in this draft class. Um it's cuz of all the other things that Trevor Lawrence brings to the table that I have him ranked a little bit higher, but like as a pure passer like Zach Wilson last season was insane and he uh he's relaxed but like concise. He has his his motion down. His footwork is uh, really really good. Um and he actually played in a fairly pro style offense at BYU, which I was surprised to learn much more so than even Clemson's. Um and because of that, I kind of rank these guys as one A and one B. Like to me, Trevor Lawrence is your one A, but Zach Wilson's not far behind him and. I am obviously now much more stoked about the potential of the Jets getting him, but before I was not, and that changed a lot. Um, in terms of like the tangible, like the less tangible things, I guess he 
He reads defenses really quick. He doesn't do it as quick as one other guy, but he does do it really, really fast. And he doesn't always make the best decisions in those situations, but that is something that I think coaching can fix 100%. Like if you're making decisions really, really fast and you can read the defense, all you need is your quarterback coach and you're like, hey, you did all this great, but when this is happening, you need to go here instead of here. And that's, if you have the willingness to learn, like that's going to be fixed really fast. I love this kid so far. I think he is one of the best talents and... Most likely, the Jets should take him at two, but um, yeah, the the only knocks I really have on him are the one I just mentioned, in that uh, sometimes he makes the wrong decisions, even though he I think he can read defenses really well, and he isn't just a first read guy, but his level of competition wasn't as great, but I think that's a kind of a minor knock, and but the like the biggest thing is that he wasn't great the year before it's more of like a burrow situation where burrow yeah there was was, a big leap yeah he was like a sort of mid-round pick the year before he got drafted and then he went off his final year and immediately became the number one pick zach wilson's in a similar situation where there's just more repeated success from lawrence and his ability to be good than wilson has under his belt but man they are both really good prospects yeah, so I, with Wilson, my main gripe is his, like we said, his decision-making. Like, his mm-hmm. technical mechanicals there. Like I said, I love his throwing motion. But, so a, after being, like, uber wrong on Jalen, in which the the amount of wrongness on Jalen is kind of interesting because, like, the first two years I felt right, then year three, I'm like, wait, what the fuck did I miss? And so, you have to, I think there's some reason to give the benefit of the doubt. But I th- my kind of concern is what this he had three years starting right. I forget how many it was. I think it's three. Yeah, three. And then his last year he got like the full like twelve games there. He so he had a lot of plays he got away with, especially this past year that like should have been worse outcome plays. Um, and so this is just kind of like a deeper decision making. So I was looking at uh, like earlier today the UTSA and the Houston games. Uh, and there were a couple throws that were just like dropped picks, fully on drop picks, like you know the whole like we joke about the Danny Dimes drop picks that one year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were some that had okay results, but were definitely not good process where the defense was just bad and the competition level was low and they let them off the hook. Um, and those are things you can't get away with in the NFL. Like a good NFL defender will punish you for right. that. Um, so like, I think sometimes there is a little too much YOLO to his decision making. Um, <laughs> I think that's the best way to put it because, like you said, like he he does make a decision quickly, which is good. I'd rather have that than indecision. But I think he, if he gets thrown, so I think everyone but Lawrence, in my opinion, shouldn't start right away. Um, like even even. Uh, Wow, why did my brain blank out his name, Wilson? Like, I think Lawrence is the only guy who's ready to start right now. Um, mm. And because, like, I worry that if Wilson gets put out on the field right away, he'll not that he'll start his development, but it'll be he'll have a lot of picks if they start him week one. Like, he'll have a lot of picks this season, which isn't bad. Like, it happens, but it's one of those things where we saw like Darnold, you know, bad team his first couple of years, stunts his development. That's what you don't want with your first round pick and so right. but like, so like with any of these guys 
Because, like, most of them don't have much experience either. And so I think they all kind of need some, like, time waiting learning. Um, I think it varies a little bit. Um, Trevor Lawrence, I agree. I think he can start and will start right away. Zach Wilson, I kind of have the luxury of kind of, at least we sort of know that he's going really early and... I do think with that potential Shanahan-based scheme that the Jets are putting in, Zach Wilson could be really successful because his short game is really good. So I do think that even if he was thrown in too early, which I I would agree, I would probably want most of these guys to wait a little bit, I think he could still find success um, just because I think he'd be in the right scheme to sort of highlight the things he's good at. Yeah, it's like I I don't think he's bad by any means my like so my gripe is that he's not gripe even like i'm just my argument is that he's he's not a top or separated enough because i think there's enough lapses in his decision making on a i don't know if i say consistent basis but enough lapses where like okay, i'm like okay if this was high level competition this is a pick like this goes a lot differently but so but for the good like i said i love his throwing motion Great drops from under center. He's really in the play action game. And I like his confidence and aggression. Like I said, even though occasionally it comes into a bad decision, you always want the, you usually want the aggressiveness as opposed to indecision where, um, you know, one of the other guys we'll get to in a bit, I think uh, has some indecision issues on on occasion. Um, mm-hmm. No, absolutely. But like in the event, he did go to either like the Jets or the Niners. Yeah, let's, say, say, like, let's say he's a Jet because that seems most likely. Right. Yeah. But, like, if they did take Sewell or something and he went three to the Niners, I think both of those situations are good for him. Yeah, for sure. The Niners are a great situation for a quarterback right now right. because Jimmy's our guy. They can sit and kind of wait right, for yeah. half a year, a year, and we'll see. Um, but he, like, I like his sense of pocket pressure and his ability to, like, kind of sense pressure. And, like, I think as long as the team doesn't fuck him up, that's, like, that's always the thing with any of these quarterbacks. But I the best way I put this is I think he I think he can be what the Browns like Browns fans wanted Baker to be and that's a compliment like Browns mm-hmm. fans thought Baker would be kind of like the savior in a way yeah but he's too limited to be that guy but I think Wilson is capable enough to actually be that guy as long as like they properly like have enough around him and mm-hmm. so and I think some of like the ways that Baker thrives like makes sense for like Wilson to thrive like oh like the the shanty offense or like the offense that the Jets are going to put in, I think make it easier on a young quarterback and they can implement a lot of play action stuff that Wilson's good at. Right. But yeah, no, in general, I would agree that I think he should probably sit for a little bit. I think everyone else on this list should probably sit for a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, Oh, he, he does sometimes like Austin Collie, his pass catchers. Um, Oh yeah. He definitely does. (laughs) That, that is one of the things where it's like, it's not like a, (laughs) It's not like it's, like, a huge bad, but, like, man, there are a couple times where I'm, like, he just got his guy fucking destroyed. Right. <laughs> like, very, NFL, like, Flacco-esque, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't you dare throw it to me on this one. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sometimes, but, yeah, Wilson's one that I know we want to spend a lot of time on in general just because he probably ends up on your team. That, and I don't, I think going into the offseason, it was sort of, Lawrence won Fields too, mm-hmm. and it's been in the past few months to the last few weeks that Wilson has really shot up, and I wanted to see why. And I think it's not. I do think it's warranted. I think he's going to be very good. Yeah. So, like I said, we both have Lawrence one. You have Wilson two, and I kind of have the next couple guys after him, kind of 
Well, I, I have, so I guess we'll go to my number two next. Um, okay. Trey Lance is my number two. Um, yeah. Am I biased? Possibly. I, <laughs> so if we talk, if we're talking about like ceiling, his is enormous. I think, um, Yes. I think he had, like, so Sands, Lawrence, I think he's got the highest ceiling of these other four guys. Um, I've, I've already openly gushed about him. Um, his upside, I'll say, is, like, a more athletic Stafford, which would be fun as hell. Like, imagine if Stafford could fucking, like, run and shit. If Stafford could scramble and dart around, that'd be so fun. Um, oh, my goodness, yeah. Yeah, so, like I said, I do think Lance needs some time on the bench before starting. Um, I don't know if I need a full year, mm. but some time to learn. I, like I said, I want him in San Fran so bad just for his <laughs> personal development as far as, like, match because he's so used to schemes that rely on a lot of screen, you know, running back, tight end, heavy concepts that I think the Shanty offense in San Fran would be, like, fucking perfect for him. If not, I do actually like the Atlanta fit a lot. Um, I don't know if it'll happen, but I think it makes a lot of sense with the kind of concepts they run as well, and they love kind of pushing the ball on field at times, and he'd get... A lot of time to sit and learn behind Matt Ryan because you're kind of hooked for him the next two years. But anyway, so yeah, evaluation wise, love his deep ball. He has that ability to do that like Russ Rainbow. It's not as obviously great as Russ's is. And well, there yeah, are times I mean, he's like eight year veteran. Or yeah, and Lance isn't even going to be 21 when he's drafted. <laughs> um, <laughs> like he he turned 21 the last day of the draft. So yeah, it's he's still so young. Um, but anyway, he. Sometimes he doesn't always make the best time the rainbow ball, but he can drive it. Like, it's not a lack of arm strength issue. Um, his last, so he only played one game last season. That's giving some people kind of some trepidation. But, I mean, a lot of, like, a lot of athletes sat out this last year, um, pro and collegiate level. So his only game last year wasn't that great, which does concern me. Um, well, yeah, but he was also rusty. Yeah. So I don't, I don't put one, a whole lot A one-off one game, yeah. Um, he did so. There was one area of improvement I saw in that game. Although I will add that there was like a beautiful deep bomb someone just dropped. But in that one game, he did show better like ball security in the pocket. So it's <clears> funny because he gets like stripped that game, and it just makes it sound funny. But he did a better job holding the ball like high and tight in the pocket. So a lot of times you'll see. I guess I think Lamar is a good example of this. When you are like moving around in the pocket, sometimes like he'll hold the ball pretty low, and that's when it gets yeah. slotted away. Um, so he got better about not doing that. Um, we all know he's a great runner, pretty dangerous runner. They designed runs for him. Oh, he's, yeah. Uh, so obviously mobile, but he's not. So one of his weaknesses is he's not that great off platform. But if he scrambles and resets, he's really good. So it's just a matter of him learning to reset and get his feet like properly like positioned and set before he throws again. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed that too. Very yeah. Good. yeah. So honestly, so Trey Lance, I... I think he's actually really good technically. Um, mm-hmm. So throwing motion isn't the best, and sometimes like his release is too high, like his release points high, and sometimes it makes him underthrow, and it like just kind of like drives it low. But his his release is quick at least. But his footwork and dropbacks are really good because he ran like a lot of pro style stuff at uh, North Dakota State University, the Bison. Um, the Bison. <laughs> yeah, and so. Yeah, his footback, sorry, his footwork and dropbacks are really good, and that makes it easier to like not fuck up a lot of your throws. Because like a lot of times <laughs> when you see quarterbacks like rush shit or be offbeat or their processing seems bad, or like I can't remember who the fuck it was I was shitting on like a year or two ago when there's a quarterback who like looked really bad, but it was because like their offense 
like fucked them up in their drops and the timing. Anyway, but mm. yeah, if your drops are good, the timing's a lot easier. Um, so he already makes pre and pro snap reads because he's in pro style offense. Um, yep. Yeah. So I love him. He's. I do want him to like get a little bit of time sitting learning just because of his lack of experience in general. Um, and then. So, so since I'm trying to be, you know, objective here, I'll hit on one other like weakness. I think is that sometimes his ball placement is inconsistent, mm. and this was it was especially noticeable in his one like single 2020 game. But um, I don't know how much. So this is something like as I was evaluating him, I thought about with running quarterbacks and accuracy is like how often does their accuracy suffer because they run a lot? Ah. Like if you get tired and fatigued like i could see like your eye your some of your fundamentals breaking down you get tired like makes sense but anyway um yeah if his if you can get his ball placement more consistent which if it's like a mechanical thing i think he can improve it easier um sometimes it's hard to tell if like something like that's mechanical but a lot of times it's not like it doesn't look like he like just missed something there weren't like any times i saw him like i'll say like miss but like there were, there were no really times that I saw when watching him. I, I didn't watch every single of his games where I was like, what the fuck was that? Right. So, because I think he only had like, because he didn't throw, like, he only had that one pick and that was in his like one single game this past season. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think he, if he can clean up a little bit, but just said he's had very little experience. I, I really like his ceiling and potential here. Yeah, no, I, uh, I have a hard time ranking Lance because where I think he can be and where the film is telling me he is right now are two different things just yes, because I do agree there. We haven't gotten really to see him in an entire year mm-hmm. and there's just a lack of film on him. And because of that, I had to bring him down just a few pegs in the ranking, but I really like Trey Lance and I will not be surprised and will be thrilled if he is the third quarterback taken off the board. Heck, I would be happy if the Jets took him. Like, I just, I, like, love Trey Lance. I think he's very, very good. His arm is a cannon. He has yeah. the best arm of any prospect um, coming yeah, I love this draft. deep ball, man. It's so it's beautiful. Insane. Like, Will has a pretty good deep ball, too. Um, he does. No, they, he has a very good deep ball. But I think Trey Lance is, is still a little bit more, like, it's, this is the, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. so pretty. He, he is Jordan Love, but a way more natural thrower and just better in, like, every way. But, um, yeah, no, he – his arm motion it needs to be worked on a bit, but it's pretty good. Like, I have a lot of praise here for Trey Lance. Um, I put him in the tier below my top three, but mostly my top two. Um, but he offers a running ability that none of the others have. And yeah. that makes him really dangerous, especially in today's NFL. So I do think, like, as a prospect, like, he should get a boost for that as well. Yeah, that's um, that's part of why I would also love him for San Fran. Because imagine if Jimmy G could run. Like, Kyle Shanahan with with a mobile quarterback would make it a lot of fun, too, with all their cool runs concepts he comes up with. Right. My, uh, I think my biggest issue with Trey Lance, other than lack of film, is that... Uh, you know, I, I question his ability right now in uh, reading defenses, and not because he can't, but because he is so athletic that a lot of times you watch him and it kind of looks like he has his read, and if his first read's not there, he can just take off running and he can find success. And I think that that's not necessarily because he uses the running too much, but 
because he is so athletic that he can make that work. Um, whereas in the NFL, he will have to go through his reads and his progressions a little bit more succinctly. Um, but as a thrower, I think he's better than Justin Fields. I think he's a better thrower than Justin Fields and has more control of the ball as he's throwing it than Justin Fields in like the short, medium, and long game. Um, I think he is a slightly better athlete, even though officially they're pretty much the same size. Like mm-hmm. he looks bigger to me than Justin Fields. Um, he oh yeah, Lance. Life. Lance is like a like supreme athlete. Right. So like I, I, I think like my only real knock on him is that his receivers basically ran like three routes, and they were corner and post routes were yeah. two of the main ones. And that's not saying that he can't make the other throws, but. I just don't have a whole lot on Lance yet um, to put him as high as I want to, even though I agree that ceiling-wise, he could be the best one in this class, man. He like he is so, so talented. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough with him because there's not a ton to go off of. And like I said, there, there's a lot of, a ton of like tight end posts, seam, screens, like, you know, a lot of similar things. And like a lot of the offense was like mere concepts. So like it'd be like kind of, standing on both sides and so right but um like a lot of his progression was short to deep like mm-hmm. reading and so a lot of a lot of times his first read was open where like tight ends and running backs were all the primary reads a lot and again back to why I like the San Fran fit but um yeah there's that that's kind of the thing is it looks like he's a one read guy but he, he is able to go through it. He just didn't have to a lot. Or Exactly. And that's what I was trying to say is it, it looks like when you watch him that he is a one-read quarterback, but I don't think that he is. I just think that he is so athletic and he knows how quickly like the play breaks down that if this first read or so isn't there, then he can just take off running yeah. and he will get the first, you know? Exactly. Yeah, he's so yeah, I don't think I don't fun. consider that a knock on him. I think that's more of just a product of the of what he was playing in. Yeah. It have, and it's North Dakota State, you know, sometimes you're like, you know, if I'm this much better than everybody else, I'll just run. So I think I might end up putting him four. Right now he's sort of like four or five, him and him and Fields, I'll say. Yeah, so yeah, because there's a lot there's a lot of guys kind of grouped together. And uh so we'll go to your number three and a guy that I kinda have in my so I've got Lawrence, Lance, and then the other three together. And then so mm-hmm. you've got Lawrence, Wilson, and then your number three is Believe it or fucking not, Mac. <laughs> Mac fucking Jones. This was the uh, occasional take reverse in uh, part of the intro because oh, yeah. we. So before we really got to watch Mac Jones, we often joked about him being propped up by the team and the receivers. But looking into it more, we're like, well, this guy can actually throw. Yeah, he's actually good. He's actually good. I was shocked. I was like, I have to go through this. I have to watch, like, through Mac Jones, like, kind of obligatory. Like, I I don't know. Like, he's got, like, two of the top wideouts in the draft. His O-line is pretty good, right? It's Alabama, so I'm not really concerned. Like, he's not – he's going to be, like, a late first-round prospect. But, nah, man. (laughs) This dude can throw. Um First of all, he does like a lot of things really, really well. He is super poised in the pocket, and his line was not that good at Alabama. He had a lot of pressure in his face all year. He was getting hit and still making throws. He had pressure in his face, and he was still getting the ball off. And if I like doing, like, I'm watching him, and I'm like, this guy is just like Rivers. 
um, because <laughs> Rivers has a kind of wonky throwing motion, but he's used it his entire career, and it's worked for him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not, like, the sexiest, flashiest guy. He's not the most athletic. He doesn't have all the arm angles, but he gets the ball where it needs to go, and that is what Mac Jones does. What's so fascinating about Jones is he's, like, the opposite of what I would say uh, Lawrence and Wilson can do with their arm. They, what Wilson, like Wilson in particular, can just sort of figure out how he needs to position his body so he's always doing like a good motion to get the ball off. But he changes his arm angle and all that like on the run constantly, which is great and you love to see that. Mm-hmm. With Mac, it is the same effing throwing motion every time. <laughs> and... He uses it, though, as a strength. It's not like, oh, I need to do these different arm angles to get this throw. It's, I need to get the ball over there. I'm going to do this slightly differently. But it's all pretty much the same, and it works for him. And I think that there's something to that. Um, I think that it caps his ceiling as a quarterback tremendously, as it did with Rivers. But he can be very successful if he's in the right place. Um, and yeah, there's been There's been a lot of talk <laughs> about... San Fran wanting him? I don't know who they'll take, but... Right. I I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Mac Jones did go three, even though I personally would probably rather they go Lance. Um, You know, this is like a Belichick guy (laughs) to go out and get. I think the team that has a plan for him and goes up and gets him is like the team he wants to be on, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel you. Like... It's funny because Mac Jones is very proto slash stereotypically white as the media wants him to be. I guess in a lot of ways, like because right. he because you don't you don't want him scrambling or running or anything. Like I mean, you saw no. like pro day dad bod, right? Like exactly. <laughs> he looked out of his shirt. And it was like shades of that Tom Brady picture. No, um, it, right when he was when. Brady was coming into the league. He wasn't, like, ridiculously in shape or super athletic looking. Yeah, no. But, yeah, like, he... So, I said if I had to pick someone besides Lawrence to toss in right away, Mac Jones, he may not... Maybe not, but if you force my hand, I might pick him as long as he gets, like, a good, like, line in front of him just so that he's not forced to scramble. <laughs> right, no, like, if you put him on the Steelers right now... Oh, yeah, I think he'd be he solid. would be successful, yeah. I agree, yes. Um... So he, so even though he he's not like you know, top flight athlete, he he is a pocket guy. He still senses pressure well. We talk about pocket presence a lot, being able to maneuver the pocket when pressure comes in, and not like just shitting the bed like utterly when someone's like near you. Um, mm-hmm. But like said, so he's got like he doesn't have like the best arm in the world, but he's got like enough arm strength to pretty much work with most offenses. Um, like you're not gonna, you know, replace Mahomes with them. I obviously wouldn't, but you know what I mean. Like you're not gonna, right. you're not gonna like try to make him be Matt Stafford. But for the most part, he can operate whatever offense, and he has like the right amount of aggression where he understands what he isn't isn't capable of. And I think there's a lot to be said about being self-aware as a quarterback because it limits a lot of like shitty mistakes. Um, but I, th- I think, yeah. yeah, I think his big weakness as far as like what he'll be asked to do is kind of like diagnosing like post-snap defensive adjustments, like like rotating safety, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then sometimes pre-snap, he won't recognize reads where something's like gonna open up. Where like, again, like something with like a safety moving over, like, okay, this receiver's gonna come open. He won't like realize it and he just takes the check down. Um, that's something where, again, he's not very like outside of 
um, Lawrence and Wilson, like a lot of these guys don't have a ton of experience. And so I think some of that stuff will come with experience because he like has a very good conceptual understanding of the game. And I think he has good processing speed, which so processing speed is something that like we kind of time to talk about with quarterbacks on occasion. Um, and it's what makes Mahomes so good. Like, yes, he is like absurdly strong arm, super good. But what makes Mahomes amazing is that he like can instantly diagnose what's happening. Like it is absurd right. how quickly Mahomes realizes what's going on and what he needs to do. And that's like, that's processing speed and what makes it, that, that's what really takes that somewhat from like a quarterback prospect to like a top NFL quarterback. Like, mm-hmm. so, but yeah, I think Matt Jones has good processing speed. And so he does. does. That was something I forgot to mention is he's very good at the processing speed. In fact, it might be one of the better ones in the draft class, I think. But you're right. Like the pre-snap reads, he needs to learn how to read defenses a little mm-hmm. more. But he, he had, again, like some of these guys didn't have the high-level competition, but he definitely did at Alabama. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I think, I think it's something he can learn, ideally, hopefully. Like if he doesn't, it may cause him trouble. Because, like, if you're not mobile, you got to have everything else down. Mm-hmm. So. If he doesn't, he'll be a career backup that's solid. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, like it's, that's, there's something to be said about that. You know, like, if your floor right. is, like, you know, decade-long backup, like, that's you still make a lot of money. So. <laughs> right, exactly. The bag is fairly secure for him now. But, but um, if he, yeah, if he can get a little bit of a grip on that and work with people, then, yeah, he's got a, he could be pretty, pretty solid, uh, franchise quarterback yeah he's got a pretty low bus chance i'll say i think it's a fairly low bus chance i think he also has the lowest ceiling of any guy we've talked about yeah i i agree but before we move on um is there anything else on mac jones you want to put out there um no i think that i pretty much got everything in there like yeah i mean you mentioned that he He's good. He has really good processing speed, and that was one of the big things I forgot to mention. But yeah. So next up, we have Justin Fields, who I I don't dislike him. He's just the one <laughs> I guess I like the least. Um, uh huh. So I talked about like some of the like aggression and confidence the quarterbacks had earlier, and talked about processing speed, and that's kind of what that's like. I think that's my biggest knock on Fields is that. He doesn't have, he doesn't show enough processing speed, but I think he can, you know, maybe upgrade his processor if he mm-hmm. starts trusting what he sees more. Because there are, there were a lot of, not a lot, but there are enough instances where he clearly recognized something, but just threw it too late. Like he got set and then kind of like waited a beat or two too long and then took that, like took the throw. And so I think that's something where he, if he's encouraged correctly by the right coaching staff to just do it and then is also coached up well. I think he can fix a lot of that issue. Yeah, for sure. Um, Fields, I probably had ranked a little bit higher, and then he dropped a bit, and then I brought him up just a little bit. Um, So I've got him pretty much four and five with Trey Lance. I think that in the short run, like, Fields could probably, I don't know, might be a little bit better, but in the long run, like I like Trey Lance to develop as a prospect and has a higher ceiling overall. I think Lance has a better arm. Um, and I like, I think Justin Fields is really good at running as well that he kind of hid, but I do think that he's got a lot of that dual threat that he can do as well. Um, he, 
I think you and I put the same thing in here. He does too much hero ball. Yeah, that's he, like his bit. That and probably that's a big issue he has, and yo. it's something that we've seen some guys get out of. So, like I've seen a couple of Jalen comps, and I think it makes a lot of sense in terms of there's a ton of talent, athleticism there, but the hero ball. And some of the processing speed issues that were there with Jalen, which Jalen also had some really, really bad decision making, which is a lot of what I didn't like about him too. I, I think Fields has better decision making than Jalen did, but they both have that hero ball issue. Exactly. And you know what? I'm not going to blame him for that. I'm going to blame Urban Meyer for that because so, I think Urban Meyer sucks at developing quarterbacks. Yeah. Fields has been there from the start. And. You know, um, I just don't think he has had anybody to sit down with him and, like, work through the things he goes, like, that he runs into playing quarterback. So, I really, really want him to go to a good coach that can work with him. Yeah. Um, Again, he's someone I think needs to sit and learn a little bit. Or, it's one of the things where he, like, his early on, he's going to have issues trying to play hero ball, like, struggling early on. Right, I just don't think... I think instead of, like, in the case of Darnold having, like, mechanics that he has to fix and he reverts back to the old ones when the pressure hits, it's more like he's just never been shown. So (laughs) it's tough to evaluate whether or not he can, like, make that change that he needs to and have it stick or if it'll revert. Um, So, yeah, I just don't think he's been shown that. I Mm -hmm. really don't. I think that... Of all the OSU quarterbacks that have come out of the the uh, out into the draft, he is probably my favorite that we've had in a while. Yeah, I do sure. think that he has what it takes and is going to be a good quarterback, but I do really want him to sit and go to a, a good place that can coach him a bit. Yeah, because he, he is one of the things about him is he's got pretty good pocket presence, in my opinion, and I do think yeah. that can help him shake some of the hero ball because a lot of hero ball comes from not – Sometimes he, like, he, the hero ball thing comes from, like, oh, someone's in my face, you run out, and then instantly, like, try to, like, chuck the ball or just start running it. But he's good enough at, like, evading some pressure and then doing something. So I, don't, I think he can get away from the hero ball mm-hmm. issue some. But, like, th- going from such, like, a dominant college team to the NFL, it's it's tough because sometimes it exaggerates some of your flaws and sometimes it prepares you. And the thing is, like, it, it prepares you for, like, better defenders and stuff like that. And we could see things, like I mentioned, like, Zach Wilson, or maybe when he faces higher competition, some of the issues he had will be exaggerated that weren't shown in college. Whereas, like, with Fields, I think maybe, like, OSU is always dominant. And so, like, sometimes the things that don't show will show. Like, so, like, receivers getting way open or, like, your line blocking super well, stuff like that. Like, because there were times where it was, like, stick on a read, which... So, a lot of things with Fields is, like, him being, like, a one-read guy. I don't think that's true, but he will sometimes, like, stick on a read too long because, like, he has a bad habit of, like, sometimes going through the motions on looking off defenders, and I think that mm-hmm. kind of those, those issues go hand-in-hand. Hand. And an NFL defender is not going to, like, be fooled by, like, anything little. They're pretty disciplined because <laughs> they're right. the best in the world at it. So, But he was part of that dominance, so I'm not trying to fully discredit it. Like, he's... He's good. He's got a ton of potential. If he goes to a team, that'll actually help him out. Like, he's got pretty good ball placement. Um, like, we kind of discussed, like, him and Lance with different ball placement things. Um, but his ball placement, like, I think is best when his receiver has leverage. Like, he's really good at understanding when his receiver has the guy beat. Um, uh-huh. And he's good at putting where only the receiver can get it. 
Um, and there, there are times where his ball, his ball placement's inconsistent, kind of thing with Trey Lance. But um, I think, like I said, he works well under pressure. Like he's athletic enough to shake someone and reset quickly or flush out if he wants to because he's really fucking athletic. Um, but I do worry how like outside blitzes will affect him because like his lapses. So like I said, his lapses when he's under pressure. Um, like like so pressure will come in. If he can't really evade it all quickly, he'll try to hero ball it, flush out. And mm-hmm. a lot of times in the NFL we see um, either I guess I could say it's just a outside blitzes or like interior pressure. Those kind of things will sometimes mess up mobile quarterbacks that I, not rely on their legs, but their the legs are like they get out of the jail free card, you know, where it's right. like if shit really hits the fan, just dart away. Yep. But in the NFL, if you get quick interior pressure or like have really good edge defenders like there are now who could like get around or send corner blitzes, it can really mess with the mobile quarterback. And so I think we'll see some issues there early in the NFL. But again, like he said, hasn't had a ton of experience and he but he has shown enough pocket poise that i think he can learn to not get fucked up by that yeah no i uh i like that i, I do mm-hmm. think he has good poise i do think he has to work on his accuracy a bit mm-hmm. especially when rolling out like that but yeah as a whole like he's a good prospect um he's probably gonna go in the top 10 <laughs> most likely <laughs> yeah um I mean, like, I would like him with um, Matt Rule. Like, I think Fields and Carolina would work. Yeah. So let me pull the NFL, like, draft order back up just so we can kind of, like, look at where these guys will end up. Mm-hmm. Because, obviously, we have Lawrence, number one. Yeah. Probably Fields, number two. The next, we now have San Fran there at number three. And I've heard Mac Jones. I want Trey Lance, but they're probably going quarterback as well. Right. I, I mean, you make a move like that, it's really weird if you don't take a quarterback. Not saying it's going to happen, but... Yeah, Atlanta might. I don't have a clue. We know Cincinnati won't. Miami won't. Detroit might, but I don't think they will. They shouldn't, I don't think. They shouldn't. Um, like, if, if someone falls to them that they love, like, I get it, but they're not really in the spot, too. I think they're kind of in a... They're in a rebuild where they don't want to get the quarterback yet. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean, like, Fields to Atlanta, he gets to sit behind Matt Ryan. Same with Trey Lance. Like, either of those guys in Atlanta would be nice. Yeah, which the hot take siren came in. As I said, I don't think Detroit should take a quarterback, and that may be a hot take. That I may don't be. know. Because a lot of people think Goff sucks. And <laughs> even no matter how you feel about Goff, they're not in a position to, like, build a roster that could support a rookie quarterback. Right, and that's so. The thing about Atlanta is, I really don't know what direction they're going to go. But I will say that whoever they take number four will tell you how they feel about the future of the organization. Because if they take a quarterback, that means that they know they're blowing it up in two years. And if they don't, then they should probably trade down because they're trying to make a run at this thing while they still have Matt Ryan. Yeah, I mean, I think it might be some of both. Like they, I think they're pretty. It seems like they're going to say, "Hey, like we have this two-year window, maybe only a year." But, like, they're going to try to be competitive for the next year or two. And right. And then probably rebuild. Because it's the, the kind of end of the Ryan-Julio era, probably. But, like, you know, watch New England, you know, trade up and grab Mac Jones there at four. If <laughs> that's that's like that. <laughs> the prophecy. It's, it's just funny talking about that one because it's so, like, like it's just what everyone not wants, but, like, the Tom Brady replacement. 
White right. dad bod, Matt Jones, New England. <laughs> White like. dad bod. <laughs> but the thing is, it would, it would be a fine fit, and I expect New England to probably maybe take someone. If I don't know if they'll trade up, but I think they are one of the teams positioned to take someone. But it would be out of character for them to trade up. But you never yeah. know. But so yeah, then Carolina at eight is gonna take someone. Right. They've been open about wanting a quarterback. So yeah, I one of those top five will probably be there at eight. So, yeah. And, you know, Denver sitting right behind them. Someone drops to them. I don't you know, know Drew if Denver Locks, sorry. will. I'm really curious if Denver would or not. But I kind of think they should. They I really should, but, but I will they? <laughs> well, it is a new guy doing the GM stuff, so he might be like, all right, this guy's, you know. Yeah, you this know. is Elway's guy. He's not my guy. Yeah, but uh, – so before we close out, there are two other guys that so I've not gotten to dig into yet, but you've gotten a chance to look at Kyle Trask and Kellen Mond. Um, right. So uh, tell me how you feel about these guys. Um. So right after the whole, you know, Lance Fields, Mac Jones, I have Kellen Mond here. And I actually think he's pretty good in flying way under the radar. Uh, he's got excellent pocket presence. He. <laughs> He looks like he took a Xanax before every game. He is so, like, he's, like, in molasses, like, just not panicky, moving his feet real slow. It's almost too relaxed, if I had to be completely honest. Mm -hmm. Like, I'd like for him to pick up the pace a bit, at least with his footwork, um, because he can definitely throw the ball. He has a great arm. Um, His O-line looked like they weren't allowing a single, like, iota of pressure and everything that i watched which is probably because texas a&m you know gets some real big guys on the line so i didn't see him under pressure a whole lot um but when people were in his face he still delivered it with poison took the hit the accuracy fell it was sort of like a trey lance thing where it still goes where it needs to go essentially but it's not as great when there's someone right in your face mm-hmm. um but the biggest thing is that while his feet are really slow, his arm motion is really high and really <laughs> stiff and, like, mechanical. But, like, not in, like, a really good, like, mechanics way. Like, it's, you know, like, stiff. Um, and you watch his film and you tell me he doesn't look like Colin Kaepernick running out there. They are almost <laughs> the same build. He's got – he is 6'4". He's got real long legs. Oh, yeah, he runs, wasn't he someone who looked at and were like, he's got his man body? <laughs> yep. He did run a semi-pro style offense, and I do think that in the right situation, he should be discussed here in like the top of the quarterbacks. I don't put him any higher than like Lance or Fields, but I think he's right behind him, and he looked pretty good to me. And Texas A&M has had some good quarterbacks uh, come out of it the past few years. Now Trask is like Jake Fromm. <laughs> From last year. His arm motion's a little bit lanky, a little bit elongated. He needs to truncate that and, you know, cut that down a little bit because it's got a little bit over-exaggerated. But he has a hell of an arm. I mean, he's probably got the second best arm out of all these guys after Lance. Like, he can throw the ball really far, really deep. Uh, I mean, his accuracy in the deep game is really good. I think in the short game is where the question mark is. He, I watched one where he just literally stood entirely still in the pocket. Like he just stopped moving his feet whatsoever. And I was like, uh, (laughs) um, 
So uh, he's my last ranked guy. Uh, he definitely still has potential, but like I put him outside of Mond um, by a good amount. Gotcha. But yeah, no, Kellen Mond is pretty good. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to dig into the non top five guys because like even though the chances of one of the like because the top five guys will probably be first rounders and then the other guys will trickle out as as we go through the draft and mm-hmm. after that first round like it's a lot less likely that a quarterback's gonna like succeed long term but it's fun to dig in and think about like the guys that could either be spot starters have you know staying power in the league or maybe surprise and be good starters like so i'm re- I, so i want to dig into these two and now i'm really looking forward to digging into ellinger mills and newman and maybe you look at costello just because he has yeah. some nutso games with leach mike leach yeah everyone's favorite there <laughs> but um before we close out so nfl news wise we're going to have 17 games. We are. Yep. Yay. So the Lions can't go 0-16, and, and then uh, Cowboys can't go 8-8. and Boom. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> no, so I, I, I chuckled because I saw like a Jeff Fisher joke, like the Rams can't right. go 7-9 again. No like, more, <laughs> yeah, no more 9-7, 7-9, man. Oh, and then was there any, were there any major uh, like signings or anything that we maybe missed? I wanted to make sure we didn't like kind of brush up everything if we didn't cover it uh, i mean i think we got um oh they're the, the draft pick one. trades right yeah we kind of discussed that in indirectly right. that happened again like a day after we recorded so right yeah uh, the niners are now picking from the three spot having mm-hmm. traded up um and the dolphins are now at the six spot having traded down <laughs> and the eagles are now at the 12 spot. So they kind of did like a three-way trade here yeah um yeah so, that jump up from uh the Niners there from 12 to 3 though is pretty pretty significant yeah and then uh the, the Eagles being back at 12 I think gives you some security so if you have Jalen Hurts and Dynasty you probably feel safer about it although they may still take a quarterback they have talked about wanting uh like quarterback competition so maybe mm-hmm. if someone sees that about Hurts if, if you can get good return, I would maybe move Hurts. But again, if he is a starter, he's pretty valuable. So it's kind of tough. But trust trust your gut on that. Yeah. So. I was say, I think we mentioned Sammy Watkins went to the Ravens, right? Uh, maybe. I know we mentioned he was going there, but he is now officially a Raven. Yeah. So. Ooh, they still need more receiver out there. I hope they, they take do. One. I hope they take one in the draft. They need to. I'm <laughs> sorry. I just saw a news blurb that said, New England not pursuing Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, that'd be so... They, they do that a lot, though, where they, like, get someone back. They do. Which would be fucking hilarious. Like, oh, you're too good back. for us? All right, go ahead. They're like, oh, you're back now. <laughs> but Give me some burpees. <sighs> so, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to dig into these other quarterbacks. And, uh, and then I guess next episode, should we do running back receivers? I don't know. We'll decide when the episode comes. Like, you know, after this, we'll be like, hmm, We'll see, like, one prospect do like, and be like, let's do this next. Right. So, but now you mentioned burpee and made me think of uh, seltzers, because seltzers make me burp. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was at Kroger uh, yesterday, I saw that my prayers had been answered, and then White Claw made a watermelon-only pack. 
So wow. watermelon is my favorite flavor of them by a large margin. It's very good. Okay. It tastes kind of like watermelon candy in a way, but it's not like too sweet. So yeah, they finally made the packs. Although I'd heard that apparently like their like research or whatever data shows that black cherry is the, the overall favorite flavor. Interesting. It's I've good. still never had a White Claw. Really? Yeah. Have you had any seltzer or have you just not had White Claw? I've had like Truly. Okay. I think. Is what it's called, right? Truly? Yeah, they have this. So, uh, do you like seltzers? Well, I can't really drink beer, so I just kind of stay away from that stuff. Yeah, so that that's part of my appeal towards seltzers, is that beer really hurts my stomach. So, But seltzers don't, so... Well, I had the same thing, the same reaction when I had a cider. So I stay away from just, like, carbonated, sug- sugary drink. Yeah. Ciders sometimes do for me. Sometimes they're fine. It's pretty hit or miss. But, yeah, like, my senior year in Miami, I started drinking a bunch of White Claws because they didn't bother my stomach. <laughs> so. There you go. Got to find what works for you, man. Yeah, it worked out. And then, obviously, you know. Like, it's, like, clear liquor doesn't really bother my stomach that much. Obviously, a bunch of liquor will bother anyone's stomach, but you get the gist. Right. But, yeah, I said, I'm, I'm glad we got to finally dig into these quarterbacks. And so we, we kind of do, like, a position group each week because we got quarterbacks. And we can do, like, receivers, running backs, tight ends. And the following week's the draft, we can kind of cover whatever we missed. So it's kind of good timing for us to do a position each week. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, it was so fun looking into the into these prospects, man. Yeah, the... The receiver class is pretty hype, so maybe we can do that one next. Because mm. there's a lot of receiver talent, like the Alabama guys, Jamar Chase. I'm game. So, but until then, thank you for tuning in. Again, you can find us on Twitter at Mozzie and Muscle, and we will be back soon.